everybody. Welcome back to Tapping This Week. I am Deborah Dondelinger, and today we're going to be talking and tapping about a couple different things. One is the um, pandemic and our where we are emotionally, what our emotional response is, what we need. And the other is um, the events in the U.S. with um, the Amy Cooper incident and the George Floyd murder. So it's a little bit of heavy energy to get started, but as you know, tapping helps us notice what we're feeling work through what we're feeling and find a more grounded place so we can take action or decide what um, we need to be doing in the world. So before we get started tapping, why don't you tune in with yourself and just notice where are you? How do you feel emotionally, physically? How much energy do you have? I was taking part in a psychological study, a written online study, asking different questions about since the virus started or the pandemic started. And I was surprised. They asked questions like, "Are you do you have less energy? Are you sleeping more? Are you taking less care of yourself?" Um, standard sort of depression screening questions. I was really surprised to see that I answered yes to more things than I expected because I practice pretty good self emotional care. I help, help help other people do that. So I was surprised to notice that I was still exhibiting or carrying some low level um, signs of being emotionally on edge. And then the following day, I read an article like a third of the US are showing signs of depression. Maybe it was the same study. I don't know. Probably not because they couldn't get the results done that quickly. And I was out and about taking my daughter, oh, to a dentist appointment, a long overdue dentist appointment. And I was struck by this just surreal feeling of the world changing before my very eyes and realizing that the virus isn't going away. The pandemic will end, but the virus isn't going away. And we're living in a time of unprecedented change. And it feels like all these systems are crumbling. Everything we know is changing. And at the same time, what we know to be true, love, family, um, the birds outside, the sun rising, those things aren't going away. So it's just like, what a complicated time to be living in. So we have this, this, we're in the 12th week of the pandemic. We have this compassion fatigue, this virus fatigue, this desire to start stepping out and doing more. And then the UK and the US were hit with these big events. In the UK, there was this scandal with, um, is it Cummings, do I have the right name? Just betraying the trust of the people and violating the stay-at-home orders. Just I could feel the shockwave of anger all the way across the ocean. And then in the U.S., we had the Amy Cooper video and then the, the George Floyd murder, um, both tied to race. The Amy Cooper video is a white woman saying she's going to call the police and tell them she's being threatened by a black man. Just showing the systemic racism and privilege that people have in the U.S. when they are, when they are white. So it's like things were feeling uncertain, uneasy, and then... The match hit the dry tinder, and things are just are going up in flames, both literally and figuratively. So if you're feeling unsettled for whatever reason, let's do some tapping and see where we can find our center. And two points. One is whatever you're feeling is really valid, it's very legitimate, it's your feeling, your experience, and we can work with it. Don't minimize what you're going through by saying, oh, other people have it worse. That doesn't help you, and that doesn't help them. And at the same time, we don't want to get stuck in our own stuff and be so inward looking that we never look outward at what's happening in the world around us. 
my, my theory is that each have a preference that we use more. Some of us go in more, some of us go out more. And I invite you to do both and look at how are you feeling yourself? And then do you need to turn your attention outside to the world? Do you need to stretch yourself? The discussion on racism in the US really requires people who are white to pause, to listen, to become aware, to look in the systemic history. It is a time to challenge ourselves and that's not always comfortable. So we need to be resourced, we need to be resilient. And then those of us who are dealing with practical fallout from the pandemic, yeah, we also need to be resilient and taking care of ourselves. So let's do some tapping on the side of the hand, even though I am feeling unsettled. The world is topsy-turvy. And I don't know what's real and what's not anymore. I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Even though it's hard to believe how much has changed in the last 12 weeks. We have adjusted to so many things. I'm also aware of feeling unsettled. Like I'm not quite in my body yet. Even though I had my stuff, my trauma, my, my shit coming into this pandemic, my life wasn't perfect. And here I am facing myself. I can't turn away. I deeply and completely accept who I am anyway. Moving through the points, I start on the eyebrow. Feeling unsettled. Feeling like I'm not quite settled into my body yet. Feeling unsure. We move through the points. After every phrase, you move to the next point. Under the nose now. Oh, stopping and pausing. Everything is different now. All these changes. All these uncertainties. It can feel overwhelming. Good. Stop there. Relax your hand. Gentle breath. And notice if another feeling began to surface for you. For me, there's a little bit of, of, um, of tenderness and tears, um, mostly around my kids. I've got some seniors in my household, and gosh darn, like, you know, they didn't, they didn't graduate the way we're used to graduating. Um, they're looking at online school. They're looking at that work going online. And yeah, we're all facing different things, but for some reason, I just feel this tenderness when I think of all the teenagers and young adults dealing with this um, changing reality. And that's probably a bit of projection. I don't know your age if you're listening, but for me, I remember when the um, HIV AIDS crisis hit early 80s and the impact, that was the first, so I was a young adult and that had such an impact on me going from, okay, sex is not something that can kill you to sex can kill you. Is it like it changed people's lifestyles Blood wasn't dangerous, and now it was. I worked with sports teams, and, you know, blood wasn't a big deal, and all of a sudden it became a big deal. 
that's what this coronavirus is doing to us. It's like changing our awareness of danger. And it doesn't feel good. And we will ad- adapt, adjust. Um, there'll be medical breakthroughs. But it's a pretty big deal. And it's okay to notice that it feels like a pretty big deal. So just notice, who are you feeling sad about? The parent you can't see. The family member that's far away. Just notice any grief you have, any sadness. And we'll do some tapping. Even though I feel sad. And it's really okay to feel sad. It shows how much I love this person. I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I feel sad. I honor my sadness as a sign of love. And I give myself space to feel it. Moving through the points, feeling sad. Feeling this grief. I just want to keep everybody safe. Feeling this loss. Grieving this person. There's a lot going on for everybody. And I'm feeling it personally. And we're feeling it collectively. Good. Stop there. Nice breath. So I don't know how many of you have noticed this, but I'll be watching a show and there'll be a scene from pre-pandemic and they're like talking in a crowd. I'm like, wait, they can't be out like that. Or I'll see a scene at a rest. I'm like, wait, they can't be like that. So it's amazing looking through the eyes of the pandemic at pre-pandemic scenes saying, oh my gosh, that was normal. We had no idea. And it sort of brings home the whole point of like, it feels like we're living in the twilight zone. Like, is this really happening? And I think back to the Spanish pandemic, the one of 1918, and the idea that we're going to get through this in a couple of months is pretty ridiculous. Um, the school my daughter's attending in the fall, they're, they're going online. And we really need to sort of lengthen our view a little bit to not months, but perhaps a couple of years. Our, our ancestors who survived World War I and World War II, you know, multi-year conflicts. Yeah, we're resilient. We can do this. And it's time for us to realize that it might not be over tomorrow. And I think some of us were hoping it would be over faster than we might have suspected. So on the side of the hand, as I notice how surreal this all feels, I keep expecting I'm going to wake up and things will be back to normal. I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. As I notice how unreal this all feels, I give myself credit for taking one day at a time. As I notice how grounded I feel, how open-hearted I feel, I give myself credit for all the work I've done and all the work I'm doing so I can show up and be of service to other people. Moving through the points, this feels like a Twilight Zone episode. I can't quite get a grip on everything. Feels unreal. What the heck is going on? 
nothing lasts forever. And this pandemic won't last forever, but it showed us that structures and systems don't last forever. We were cruising along thinking everything was going to be okay. And we got shocked by this pandemic. We didn't deserve this. This isn't punishment. Yes, mistakes have been made. But there's no vengeful God saying you're going to be smitten. Is that the right word, smitten? Yeah. We're not in trouble. The world isn't out to get us. Then we need to work together to find solutions. We need to honor the people who have the intelligence and the skills and the know-how. We need to trust our own intuition and our own instincts. We need to honor and look for the leaders and the good politicians and call out the bad ones. We're not to blame. Mistakes were made. And both can be true. Good. Stop there, gentle breath. Wow, I feel so much better. And of course I would because I was using my words. I encourage you to do some more tapping around what you're noticing, recognizing the ongoing stress of adapting to the pandemic. It's a really big deal that has affected everybody. Even if you're still working at home and your finances haven't been affected too much and your family's safe, it is still impacting you. And as we can address the underlying stress around this big thing that's affecting all of us, we can then, once we've calmed down, we can turn our attention to the other events in our lives. I'm going to put in the, in the comments or in the body um, a link to a video by Trevor Noah who talks about why people are rioting and why, what it's like to be a black person living in the U.S. It's very thought-provoking, very expansive to look at. So I invite all of you who are white, who identify as white, who are white, not identify, who are white, who live in the U.S., to take a, a few minutes and watch that video. Notice what comes up for you. See if you feel compassion, fit guilt. Do some tapping around that. And then I'll put another link to 75 ways you can make a difference as a white person and see if any of the actions in there inspire you to do something beyond what you're already doing. Okay, thanks a lot for listening. Until next time, bye. Mm-hmm.